0: This episode of the Checkout is brought to you by Mobile Digital. Conversion, 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 ROI, ROI, ROI. It's a marketer's lifeblood. What if I told you that retail customers using Mobile Digital's SMS and MMS marketing were getting click through rates of 60% or more? As ABBA would say, money, money, money. If you want to get your brand messaging in your customer's hand, head over to mobile.digital, that's mobile.digital as the URL, where you can get started today with a three-month trial for as low as
1: $147. Welcome to The Checkout. We catch up with previous add-to-cart guests and ask them five quick questions to get to know them better and leave you with a little extra inspiration to get you through your Friday.
0: Today's Checkout features Douglas Lowe, CEO of fashion brand and a retailer Incu. Incu have... 13 physical stores which retail high-end fashion brands as well as operating brands including Rag & Bone, APC, and Saturday's Doors. They're known for their most beautiful retail and design aesthetic. Enjoy. Douglas Lowe, welcome to The Checkout. Here we go. Five things we're going to learn about you. Number one, what is the weirdest thing that you've ever bought online? Uh,
1: the weirdest thing is... That I bought online is probably not that weird to most people, um, but it's just weird what the way that I did it. So, I would order things from a place called iHerb in America, um, which was kind of like vitamin and protein and stuff like that. And just to tap into that, they also sell kettle chips. And so I was shipping kettle chips packet by packet <laughs> to me that I probably could have got from the coals down the road for you know a lot cheaper.
0: That's awesome. So you do a workout. Hit the protein powders and then just sit on the couch and eat chips. Pretty much. That sums up my life. <laughs> That's brilliant. I'm going to live <laughs> your life. <laughs> um, all right. Number two, who we kind of covered this in the episode, but you might have more thoughts. Who is your favorite retailer?
1: Yeah. We did, we did cover it. And, um, probably just the standout for me from a customer experience perspective, but definitely Bunnings, you know, the way that they can simplify a really, really complex things, uh, and make it in very layman's terms is just, you know, off the charts.
0: Bonus question without warning. Uh, what was your last DIY project?
1: Trying to think what it was. I've been to Bunnings a lot because we moved house. Um, um, I had to, you know, buy new lawnmower because we finally got a patch of grass. <laughs> Probably fixing doors, things like yeah. that. Actually, yeah. the, the, the last DIY project didn't require me to go to Bunnings at all. You know how some doors swing open? Yeah. And they just, you know, you open them and they just keep swinging. Yeah. I looked it up on YouTube and worked out how to do it. But all you have to do is take out one of the pins, take it outside onto the concrete and give it a big bash and then push it back in.
0: How good's that feeling when it's like something that's <laughs> been annoying you for so long and then you actually take the time to research it and yes. you can fix it in like five minutes and you go, I should have done that years ago.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah.
0: All right, we're getting off topic, but maybe we'll do a whole podcast episode about home hacks. Um, Number three, which retail fad do you wish was history?
1: Uh, It's probably calling uh, sale, when you go on sale, events. And it seems to happen so much at the moment. It just seems like it's great for a consumer because you can always get things at the best price. But from a retailer, always being on sale, it's just, it's quite... Obviously quite challenging from margins perspective, but sometimes it limits you getting great products and creating great experiences and being able to offer excellent things to your customer base because it's all driven by discounting does it
0: burn relationships with some of your suppliers
1: it means that we can't stock some brands that we really like because if they're stocked in other businesses and they start to slash and burn their product, it obviously affects us. So we take that into consideration at the moment. Um, whenever we onboard a new brand, we have to check, see what their stockist list is like. Yeah, makes sense. All right, number four.
0: Can you recommend a book or a podcast that our listeners should immediately get into?
1: Yeah, apart from uh, Add to Cart. Thank you. How I built this. Uh, it's one of those things that, You know, Every time I listen to it, I get inspired and it's always about pushing harder in business. It's celebrating failure. It's just so inspirational and and innovative.
0: And Guy Raz is just the ultimate interviewer. I love his style. So cool.
1: Yeah, he's amazing.
0: Yeah. All right. And last one I've got for you. Finish this sentence. The future of retail is? Customer-centric.
1: I think uh, it's the same as it always been. I don't think it'll ever change, but... Uh, if you can approach things from a customer point of view, your chance of success is going to you know be so much greater
0: and question again without warning. do you think that your view of customer centric is different to a lot of retail leaders because you spent time on the floor with customers before moving into leadership?
1: Yeah, one hundred percent I think um, if you we will always approach the business from a customer point of view um, and when I say that. Very simple thing is to treat people like customers when they're in your space. Respect them like people. One thing that we talk about is that uh, from a brick-and-mortar perspective, even if you get someone that's just coming in to ask for directions to the bathroom or ask about something, help them out. Do it in a really great way. I think you know we've had stories where we've had emails back to us from customers who have come in from out of town. They've literally just gone in to asked where the bathroom is, and then they've struck up a conversation with one of the store staff. It's flowed on to, you know, can you recommend me any restaurants or um, other places to shop or anything like that? And they've just emailed back to us and said, wow, you know, that person changed my whole holiday. Because of that, I ate at this restaurant, which was amazing. Mm. And I had this, you know, fantastic experience. I think the fact that, you know as retailers whether it's you know brick and mortar online anywhere we've got the power to turn people's uh, days around not to underplay that not to just kind of treat them like you know if people are coming in you know try and rinse them of some dollars i think yeah we've got to stop thinking about that and we've got to treat people like customers because you know it's good karma and everything's going to come back around
0: it's it's a win-win for everyone right makes everyone's day better exactly beauty thanks doug all good thank you to hear more from Doug, go back and jump into episode 105, where Doug shares how COVID has accelerated Inq's online business to now account for over 20% of sales, and why he still thinks Inq is a digital laggard. Doug also shares how design and beauty lies at the heart of everything that INCU does. And he also gives us the inside word on how he went from shop floor assistant to CEO in 17 years. Thanks for listening, and until next time, keep adding to car.